This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better it was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly so you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues including cuts scrapes burns sunburns rashes other types of skin damage it's totally safe non-toxic suitable on all types of skin even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin this is also safe for the young members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 604. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 604. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, Shameless Moms. Happy Monday. If you're listening in live time, it is our first Monday of December, which is wild. And if you're like me, it's already been Christmas at your house for like a month. (laughs) So we put up our first tree, which is a fake tree that we put up in our basement. We put it up at the beginning of November, and we've been slowly at Vinny's urging, pulling out little bits of Christmas decor and holiday decor ever since. (laughs) And so we did our big tree, our live tree that goes by in our living room. We did that the day after Thanksgiving, which was really lovely. So we are like fully in Christmas mode, which means we have our elf on the shelf, Diego, who is with us for right now. There's just like the goodness is real. There's Christmas music playing constantly. It's a constant Alexa play Christmas music happening at our house. So if you are in the holiday season, if you celebrate Hanukkah, I hope you had a wonderful Hanukkah. If you celebrate Christmas, I hope you're gearing up for that. If you celebrate something different, I hope that you were just taking this time to really think about what brings you joy and what joy really means to you at this season in your life. Because 
as the world continues to be such a wildly unpredictable place and we just continue to spend season upon season in new and different ways, we really get to redefine in every season what brings me joy right now in this moment. And that I know for me has shifted so dramatically and it continues to shift dramatically as we navigate this world that we're living in. I want to talk to you today about a couple of different things related to the holidays. And I do an episode like this every year and it's evolved over the years and I'd like to think it gets better every year. But what I love about this episode is it's equal parts like me giving you ideas for what I think can help you navigate the season in a healthy and joyful way. But it's also my reminder to myself to navigate the season in a healthy and joyful way. And when I say healthy, I don't mean like don't eat sugar. I mean healthy in terms of like preserving mental health. Because <laughs> trust me, I eat plenty of sugar over the holidays and I feel zero guilt about it. So I want to just point out that this is for me, this is for you, this is for all of us. And what I'm excited about every time I do this episode is this permission, this level of permission to really think about what we want and need and make it about what we want and need and not about what everyone else expects of us. So with that, I want to invite you to consider the holidays in four different ways. So my first invitation for you is to consider prioritizing your joy over other people's expectations. What would it be like if you considered your joy over other people's expectations? I know in Momentum Mamas in our membership community, we had two mamas share on Monday after Thanksgiving weekend how they reimagined Thanksgiving for their families and how it was amazing because they did things completely differently. They basically flipped the holiday on its head and they were like, we're not doing the things we usually do because of the world that we're living in right now. And so we're going to do something totally different. And instead of getting together with extended family, they just stayed with their most immediate family unit and did like a cabin visit or headed out of town and did a hotel stay and had this very new, very different and very joy-filled, ease-filled, peace-filled holiday experience. And that's a great example of prioritizing joy over other people's expectations. Just because other people expect you to do something a certain way or do things the way you've always done them does not mean that you have to continue to do them that way. So that's my first invitation to you is to prioritize your joy over other people's expectations. Secondly, I'm going to invite you to do things differently. So like I just gave examples of, this is absolutely a time when you can do things differently. And there's so many reasons to do things differently right now, which gives us a lot of permission and space to be really creative around what we want the holidays to look like. And so I know last year for Thanksgiving, when we were really, you know, at the peak of COVID and no vaccines route or anything, we completely reinvented Thanksgiving. And it was so fun. And I want to share this example, which I shared last year, but I want to share it again this year, because I think it's such a great example of doing things differently and really creating something that can be just as great, if not better. So our normal Thanksgiving plans were not going to happen because of family. You know, we just had too many family members who were at risk for COVID and not no one could be vaccinated and it just didn't feel safe to get together with family as we usually do. So instead last year, we had some dear friends who lived down the street from us and then my cousin come over and we just had this tiny, teeny tiny Thanksgiving celebration where we sat outside in Seattle at the end of November. And we had a little campfire in our backyard 
under a sport tent and we had that be our Thanksgiving dinner. And we literally like ate food. Oh, we also got takeout from um, local restaurants. We wanted to support a local business because no one wanted to cook their own Thanksgiving. So we got takeout from this restaurant who so appreciated the business. And we had a great holiday with our, like we brought out our summer, our summer porch furniture or deck furniture. And we just put it around the little campfire and a little like portable fire pit that we have. And that was our Thanksgiving dinner. And it was so lovely to do things just completely differently and have a different kind of a holiday. So that's my invitation. My second invitation to you is to permission and consideration to just do things completely differently. My third invitation to you is to do less and breathe more. And this is something I've really worked on over the years. So over the years, I've worked on creating more spaciousness in my schedule as time allows me to do that. And I'm in this fortunate position of making my own schedule so I can take a decent amount of time off over the holidays. And so I really have over the years tried to expand what this two weeks um, over the holidays, specifically when Vinny is out of school, what those look like for me. I spent so many years really hustling during that season because when I was in the fitness industry, my job kind of required me to be selling gym memberships during that time and making sure that I was really getting people lined up for January and New Year's resolutions and all those things that come with being in the fitness industry. And I ended up using a lot of time and energy over the holidays really preparing for that. And it sucked the life out of me. And so I'm so glad I don't have to do that anymore. And now I really, really do less over the holidays so that I can breathe more and just really be in the moment. And I will say that because of that, and because I've really pushed myself to practice that over the years, it has really created this craving for the season that has been really different, where I get so excited for the holiday season, not because I'm excited for the parties and the glitz and the presents and the chaos, because especially in COVID, that's not really happening that much. But instead, I'm like excited for more days in my pajamas. <laughs> and what that really specifically has meant last year and is going to mean this year is like more days in my pajamas doing puzzles. <laughs> like how can I do the least amount possible? Like not shower, maybe not even work out. And you know, like I do not miss my workouts, but like I want to keep it as chill as possible or like or work out, shower, and then put pajamas back on, which I've been known to do. So that's my third invitation for you is an invitation to do less and breathe more and just really give yourself as much spaciousness as you can, whether that is taking extra days off work or whether that is having like, you know, evenings where you put on your pajamas earlier and you're just like cozy from an, I mean, for me right now, I'm like, can we put pajamas on at four o'clock? I don't see why not. So really just looking for that spaciousness of the season to create that time and space to kind of be restorative. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and 
in special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. And then my third invitation to you is to reconsider what brings you joy. Because sometimes we just do things the way we're expected to or the way our family members have always done them or the way that we've always done them kind of as a default and not because there's any intention around it. And sometimes when we really look at how we're doing things, we think, oh gosh, like this isn't really bringing me joy. This is just creating extra chaos or extra steps or extra work for me that's not really purpose-filled and not really like doesn't have a lot of intention behind it and isn't really necessarily meeting a specific goal that I have over these holidays. I'm just doing it because it's what we've always done and maybe it doesn't make sense anymore. So those are my four invitations. So to prioritize your joy over other people's expectations, to do things differently, to do less and breathe more, and to reconsider what brings you joy. And now I wanna give you strategies, four strategies to create peace and ease over the holidays. So as you hopefully accept my invitations to do those four things that I just offered you, I want you to really think about what do you need out of these holidays to consider them a success. And if you're in a place where you can write this down, like go push pause and write down like five things. What are the five things you need out of this holiday season to consider it a success? So maybe you need safety and health. Like that I know for so many of us is a priority, like considering how can we continue to stay safe and healthy? Maybe you need connection with certain people. Maybe you need rest. Maybe you need 
cousins playing together in the living room because that hasn't happened in a long time. Maybe you need a new puppy. (laughs) Maybe you need time with your partner. Maybe you need just a family day or holiday that's just you and your partner and children and not a whole bunch of extended family. So what do you need out of these holidays to consider them a success? And now I want to give you four strategies to get what you want in order to be able to on the last day of this month or after the new first of the year, look back and recognize like, yeah, I did it differently this year and that felt better. I did it my way intentionally instead of someone else's way or instead of doing it in an old version of my way that I wasn't really being thoughtful about that didn't really serve me. So first strategy to get what you want is to have open conversations with people. So having open conversations with people about what choices you're going to be making for your family and also doing this in a way that's really diplomatic because there can be a lot of tension around setting boundaries. A really great example that happened with a client, no, because it was during the pandemic. At any rate, I had a client whose family really wanted to get together and get kids together. And it was during the pandemic and it just didn't feel safe to this client. This client was like, I just don't feel safe. I don't feel comfortable. I have a child who's immunocompromised. It just doesn't make sense for us to be like having family gatherings inside. And so we were talking through like, how do we have conversations with family members when we have to set a boundary and we don't want to make this big rift and make a big deal about things. And so the verbiage that we came up with, and this was inside of Momentum Mamas, so we were doing this inside of Momentum Mamas, talking through as a group, like how can we talk to family members when we want to set boundaries? And one of the things that came up was a conversation around approaching someone when you need to set a boundary to say, we love how much you love us, but here's what we need out of this holiday season. So we love how much you love us, but we actually decided that we're going to do something just our family, just our immediate family. We actually decided we're going to go away, just the three of us or just the four of us or whatever. Or we actually decided that because of so-and-so's health status, we just need to be extra careful this year. So we love how much we love you love us. And we are so excited to spend time together as soon as possible. Or we're so excited to spend time together, you know, the Sunday after Christmas and do a brunch with you or meet up at the park for donuts next week or whatever setting some sort of an alternative, but leading into that conversation with we love how much you love us. And we love, we could even say we love spending time together. This is what we're doing for this holiday season. And that's a little different than what we usually do. And here's an alternative option because we'd still love to see you or connect with you. So we would love to do it XYZ way. And so this can be so many different things. I know for years that I haven't been with my mom, it's like, hey, we can't be together in person, but I'd love to be on FaceTime. Like let's open presents on FaceTime together, which is really fun for us. Or for other family events where you're saying like, hey, we can't get together on, you know, and this came up with like, if you're driving between in-laws on Christmas Eve and then like your parents on Christmas day and you're just all over town and you're like, I don't want to do that anymore to say, hey, as an alternative, since we're not driving places on Christmas Eve this year or Christmas Day or whatever, instead, what we're doing is we're going to host a brunch the Sunday after Christmas, or we're hosting a dinner on the Wednesday after Christmas or whatever, something, or we're all going to meet at a restaurant, or we're going to just do something different. And Go ahead and let people know like this is an alternative. And this can be a creative alternative that's not competitive or comparable to typical traditions. And what's really helpful about that is then you're not trying to make it the same when it's not. Just let it be something totally different. Like let your alternative be a new tradition. Let it be a totally different thing. And let people know that this is just what you need right now. And you can do that in a way that is still thoughtful, but also sets that boundary. Second strategy is to be clear. 
clear is kind, unclear is unkind. So we had to do this last year. We quarantined before Christmas, before seeing my mom. We wanted to spend Christmas with my mom so she wouldn't be alone. But we also were like, she at the time was 82 and, you know, vaccines weren't a thing yet. And so we pulled Vinny out of school because he was actually in school in person at that time. We were so lucky that he was in school in person at that time. But we pulled him out of school and we had him quarantine in advance. And we had to set boundaries in that week leading up. We missed out on some stuff because I was like, he's not going anywhere. Like he's not going to, he had a basketball clinic and I was like, he's not going to the basketball clinic and he's not going to a play date and we're not meeting at the park and we're not like, we're not doing anything because we're going to go see my mom. And so it was a lot of clear boundaries like, hey, thank you so much for that invitation. We're not able to do that because we're quarantining. And it was just really clear. And I will tell you that in the past, I've been someone that struggles to be clear sometimes because I don't want to let people down. And so I will not make things up, but like over explain a decision when I don't need to. And it makes it really unclear and it's weird. And some I know some of you can relate to this. Like when you have to set a boundary, you over explain it to death because you feel guilty. And then people are like, wait, what? (laughs) They're like, why are you telling me so many details? Like, I don't need all this information. So be clear and concise. That is kind to be like, hey, we can't do that because we're quarantining or hey, that's not going to work for us this year. We love you. We'd love to do this instead. Like really simple statements can be really helpful to keep things just in an objective place and keep your boundaries in place. So that's number two strategy is being clear. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Coe, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, You'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. 
Number three, third strategy is giving yourself permission to be creative. So how can you be creative and open and optimistic about having a totally different kind of holiday season? So one of the people who was talking on our momentum call last week was talking about Thanksgiving and she's like, we watched six Christmas movies over Thanksgiving. She's like, we haven't watched any Christmas movies and I don't know how long because our household is the place where everyone meets and it's always so hectic and chaotic that we don't get to do any of the things that we want. And she's like, this year, we went to a hotel and we watched Christmas movies and it was completely magical. And so she gave herself permission to be open to doing something totally different and creating joy around that. And so giving yourself that permission to do something that's totally creative, that same thing with like that Thanksgiving example of having Thanksgiving around a bonfire in the backyard. It's a totally different tradition, but it creates space for that creativity and for something really lovely to come out of it. So where can you give yourself permission to be creative in a new way and do things differently? I know this year we're doing Christmas totally differently than we've done before. We're going to go up to our cabin. It's our first year having a cabin. We're having ski days and we have like some other people who are going to be up there at different times when we're at the cabin. And then we're coming back to town to do our New Year's traditions, which include our polar bear plunge and Puget Sound on January 1st. So we're doing everything totally differently this year. And I will say, I feel like it's because we've practiced doing things differently in the last couple of years because of COVID that it feels like there's a lot of space to like, we can make it up as we go. And that's absolutely fine. And I will also say we've extended invitations to people that we want included in that to say like, hey, this is what we're doing. Would you like to participate in this way? This is kind of what we have the capacity for. And people can say yes or no. And some people have said yes, and some people have said no, and that's all completely fine. And so we've given ourselves permission to be really creative in that realm. And it feels really, really good. Now, in all of that, we've also set some boundaries to be like, we're not going here and we're not going there. We're going to our cabin. (laughs) And so we're going to be at the cabin and it's going to be just the three of us for some of that time. And so that's also been a boundary. Again, clear and kind. So setting a clear boundary, giving ourselves permission to be creative. And then I'm giving myself permission for a lot of days to just wear pajamas up at the cabin. (laughs) I can't wait. My fourth strategy for getting what you want is this one is one of my favorites, and I hope you will do this. And if you do this, please do it. Take a picture, tag me. I want to see. I want you to create a holiday bucket list. So this is something that we have done in our family, and we've done it in a couple different ways. So in the past, we've done a holiday bucket list where Vinny and I and my husband will do a bucket list together. So we have a family bucket list that's like visit Santa and buy gifts for this people and do our adopt a family and go to Candy Cane Lane and those kinds of things. And then I have also done a holiday bucket list for myself where I'm like, go shopping and have lunch by myself and go get a massage and those kinds of things. So I've done that two different ways where I've done my own holiday bucket list and then we've done a family holiday bucket list. And some years we do both and some years we just do the family one. It just kind of depends on what we all have the capacity for. I will say though, when I brought this up on our Momentum Mamas call as a suggestion the other night, someone said like, oh, let's get a running list on our Momentum Mamas Facebook group of what people are doing for their holiday bucket list. And so I was like, yes, let's do that. So I put up a post and I was like, I'll go first. And I just kind of did a quick brain dump. And I actually, there was this really nice merging of my own bucket list and the family bucket list that I felt really good about. So (laughs) I'm going to share that bucket list with you because my hope is that you will take things from my bucket list and add them to your own. So you can borrow any of this, but this might give you the space to kind of see 
what could you do? Because this is going to also give you that space to see what could you do if you wanted to be creative about your holidays? What could you do? Going back to that initial question, what do you need out of these holidays to consider them a success? Well, if you could cross all of these things off your list and not because they're like tasks that you have to get done, but because they feel really great, how would that feel? So here's what's on my bucket list for the holidays so far. I might add to this. This is not an exhaustive list. This is just my starting point. So solo lunch and shopping, which I actually already did on the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So go to lunch by myself and go shopping. And I will tell you on that solo lunch and shopping trip, I only buy things for me. (laughs) I shop for other people at other times. (laughs) So solo lunch and shopping trip. I have five family ski days. So we will have lots of mountain time over the holidays. I'm excited about that. Watch Elf three times. We've already watched it once. Have at least one pajama and puzzle day, which means I wear pajamas all day long and do puzzles. Um, I have cabin time on there. I have the polar bear plunge, which we do on January 1st. I have a hotel overnight and spa day with my girlfriend. So a good friend of mine, we're going to do this for the first time, but I'm sure it will become a tradition. We're going to do a hotel and spa trip just to downtown Seattle, but just to get away for one night. I have date night for my husband's birthday, which is over the holidays. And then we also have another date night already scheduled. So we have two date nights coming up, which will be really fun. I have unplug from work from December 23rd to January 2nd. And I made those really specific dates so that I can, as I get closer to the holidays, be really conscientious about get things wrapped up so that you can really turn things off around December 23rd and keep them off until January 2nd. I have visiting Santa, which I don't know what that looks like yet in these this year of COVID times, but visiting Santa in whatever capacity we can. Going to see the Christmas lights at Olympic Manor, which is a really fun neighborhood to tour around and look at Christmas lights. And then adopt a family, which is another tradition that we have where we adopt a family every year. And this year we have a family with three kids. And so we're working on getting everything together for that family. So that's my holiday bucket list. So I want to go back to that first question one more time. What do you need out of these holidays to consider them a success? I want you to first consider the invitations that I gave you to prioritize your joy over other people's expectations, to do things differently, to do less and breathe more, and to reconsider what brings you joy. And then using these strategies around open conversations, around being clear in your conversations, around being creative in your planning and solutions, and then creating a holiday bucket list. I hope this is helpful. I hope this inspires you. I hope this allows you to feel like a bit of an exhale around like, oh, I'm ready for the holidays. This sounds lovely and delightful and joy filled. And like this will create ease if I have these boundaries in place. And if I know what I really want and how I can get what I want and get what I need out of this season. If this episode was helpful to you, please pass it on. And quick announcement that we have our plan and prep pajama party coming up on January 15th. So Saturday, January 15th is going to be my annual plan and prep pajama party. This is a three hour virtual workshop. It's my fourth annual plan and prep pajama party. And during the plan and prep pajama party, we spend three hours together online on Zoom. It's so much fun. And we map out your year. We talk about your goals for the year, what you want to accomplish over the year, how you want to feel as you enter a new year. It is a magical time. And I will tell you that people come back to this event every single year and they're blown away by what they've accomplished over the course of the last year when they look back. So if you've Come before, you have to come again so that you can see what you've accomplished. And if you've never come before, 
you have to come for the first time because I'm telling you, it's a ton of fun and it also really positions you to kick off your year in a really powerful way, really feeling lit up, fired up and ready to go and embrace a new year in a way that feels good for you no matter where you're at in your life with your goals. So information on that's gonna be coming soon. If you get my emails, you'll get it all in email. If you go to shamelessmom.com slash newsletter, that's shamelessmom.com slash newsletter, you'll get the very first email that goes out with information on how to register, how to get early bird pricing and all that good stuff. So just make sure you get my emails by going to shamelessmom.com slash newsletter and you'll get all the goodies on the 2022 Plan and Prep Pajama Party. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Guilt Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows.